Trenton, I'm an over-aggressive wiper, okay? So the more the more work I have to do on the back end, the, the, the more chances are that I'm going to end up getting a little bit, little bit of accidental sodomy. Howdy, folks. Three Sheets to the Mouse is an adult-themed podcast that may contain content and language not suited for younger cowboys and cowgirls. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest podcast in the wilderness. Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared, be prepared. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 46 of Three Sheets to the Mouse. We're five average guys with a love for all things Disney, and joining me on this week's show are four guys who lapu the lapu the lapu. Adam. What's up? Mikey. So, um, Trenton puts ice in his whiskey. Where have I heard that before? I don't know. Sounds Must be that very seat. very familiar. It's probably the seat. It's contagious. It's like an STD. Circle gets the square. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trenton. <laughs> so I'm gonna hockey fight Mike. Um, I put a one ice cube in a scotch, and it was a small. Wait, wait, ice what cube. kind of scotch? What kind of scotch? Uh, it was a thirty dollars glass of Macallan eighteen. No, enough said. Moving on. Okay, Tim. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mikey's gonna get his. Mikey's gonna get his jersey pulled over his head. And okay. get fucking uppercuts well, to the what, bottom of his chin. Let's ask your best friend Brant what he thinks about your ice cube in no. Macallan 18. Yeah. Yeah, we'll let Brant weigh on that. Tim. Speaking of Macallan, I'm drinking Macallan 12 double cask. You're shooting your load early, buddy. We're here to talk to you about Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, grab a glass of monkey shoulder, and enjoy the adult side of Disney. With three sheets to the mouse. This is where Scott passes it to me without telling anybody what's going on, so everybody at home is get confused. Awesome. <laughs> well, they shouldn't be confused because we open the show the same way, for the same way we have done for the last forty-six weeks, and that is, Mikey, how's the show go? How's the show go? Show goes a little something like this. Um, we already found out what Tim's drinking, and I think we, we should all be jealous uh, of his Macallan that's not a uh, slushy. <laughs> so, and, the, and and might I add, that's a healthy pour. It that is. That's like, what was that, two, two fingers. fingers? Is that two fingers there? Pop, pop, ain't yeah, scared. I, I, I didn't get my uh, Macallan at 7-Eleven. Yeah, look, Tim Tim is not a, it's no, not a not. slow pour. Okay. He, he pours fast know. and hard. Let's let, let's keep it on the amber-colored uh, drink. Scott, what's coming out of your Glencairn? Uh, all right, so out of this is the Glen Ross Sherry Cask Reserve, and it is delightful. Um, I like sherried whiskeys. I really do. I don't know why. I think it's because it... it, it <laughs> no, it, it gives it a nice, like, sweet flavor to it. I really like the sherried 
uh, the sherry uh, whiskeys. Yeah. I mean, Tim does too, right? <laughs> I like Tim's, Tim's description <laughs> of sherry whiskeys. Well, I'm just laughing at, at uh, <laughs> Mr. Terrible. Trenton over there. Oh, behind! Are we? Are we? Are we, are no, we breaking fourth wall? Break the fourth wall. Oh, we could break fourth wall because let's let's talk no, about what what Trenton's drinking. Okay, uh, we're going to talk about what I'm drinking. So I had to go to a wedding today. Um, was it a good wedding? It was a beautiful wedding. It was Stephanie's best. Was it a white wedding? It was a nice night for. I mean, a- that is a loaded question. Um. The two people getting married, friend of the groom or friend, friend of, the, of bride. the bride. So it's Stephanie's Stephanie's best friend, um, Addie, and uh, I happened to when we were leaving get a whole bottle of real, real cheap champagne. It's Corbel, California champagne. It's a brute. Uh, I'm drinking that. I'm also drinking a Miller High Life with lemon in it, and then. There's a theme to your night, I yeah, see. Yeah, it's sh- all shitty. Um, and then when I'm done with that, I have a six-pack of uh, Heller High Watermelon. God, I was hoping he was going to say Schlitz. <laughs> Mad Dog 2020 well, on If you have that. any Chambord, you no. can mix that with that champagne to make it taste a little better. That's I wish you had some orange juice. I, I have cranberry juice. Is that the same? Can mm, I mix that? Not really, no. No. You could. I don't know what's going to taste. I mean, it already like. tastes like fucking horse shit, so... What could it be any worse? So you said Corbel. I think when when the the champagne is that cheap, it's just called Corbel. Is it? <laughs> There's no emphasis on in the bottom. On the bottom of it, it they says, were hey, established in 1882. You're you you are discrediting a fine sparkling beverage company. Beverage. I don't even know if Corbel is classified as champagne. It had a cork. Doesn't mean anything. It... <laughs> oh, <laughs> so does tank number seven. I bet you fucking what? What is that shit that Scott drinks? Frog dick. That frog doesn't dick. have a cork. That's a frog's leap. That is frog a that dick. is a that is a metal cap. I guarantee it. Frog's leap. No, frog's leap nope. has a cork. Liar. <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> okay, Max Headroom. What's up, Adam? What are you drinking? I have Calmet. Kentucky bourbon whiskey. What do you have on your face? Is a better question. My 3D glasses. <laughs> <laughs> my face is usually on my face. No, I'm talking about the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, there might be B8 glasses. Okay. <laughs> Mikey, what do you um? As far. What do you may or may not be partaking in? Morphine. There, there is a significant chance that I may or may not have been shipped a care package that I received today, and it may or may not have had a pint of Founders CBS Imperial Stout brewed with chocolate and coffee aged in maple syrup bourbon, bourbon barrels. That is a loaded um, beer. It, it could have been it, it could have been 11.7. Hey, Mikey, if we were going to send you mail theoretically, what would be the address that we would send it to? Bail? Did you say if you're going to send my you, bail money? I heard bail. If we were going to send you, if we were going to send you a care package, too. or or other sheeters, what would be the theoretical address that we would send it to? Um, theoretically, I would have one by the time this drops. I don't currently. He'd be switching from the hospital. To... Well, this this 
my care package has come delivered to a very sweet little church lady mm. who, who probably didn't know what she mm. signed for. Okay. Well, then <laughs> next the next episode, so, we'll, we'll discuss where we can send you some sweet, sweet love. Hey, Trenton, just chill <laughs> till the next episode. <laughs> All right, there, Snoop Dogg. You know, you know, I'm dropping that music. I hope you do. Because it totally goes with what Adam's rocking. Dude, Adam, Adam looks like he's about to drop the most like fire he's... fucking album of 2017 right now. <laughs> I would, I would call him Ad Rock, but that was already taken. Yeah, don't. Do. <laughs> it reminds me of fucking Chappelle show. The best five rappers of all time: Dylon, 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 and Dylon. You know what he reminds me of? Some Daft Punk, mm, futuristic-looking looking stuff, which uh, is a pretty good segue for the topic we got going on tonight. Uh, you guys may or may not have heard, but Stitch's Great Escape is uh, getting shut Thank fucking out. God. Dun, good dun, dun. grief. It's about goddamn time. It. I'm kind of... True story. I'm kind of disappointed because I actually enjoyed it. Which part? Um, Which probably chili probably dog because burp. it was the only time. The first time, the only time I wrote it. It was it was, it was, it was fun. Which which part did you enjoy? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, all of it. He likes being restrained. Do you like being held down uncomfortably too you know, tight into your chair? Do you like the gross bo burp into your fucking face? It sounds like it smells like somebody ate a chili dog then fucking farted right in your fucking face. Do you like the part where the animatronic that is Stitch is horrible? Actually, when I saw it, the animatronic yeah. Stitch was really He was a next-gen animatronic. No, I was yeah. not. Really no, it is not. That ride. It, it hardly yeah, no, moves. It, yes. No, it is pretty no. good. He was no. everywhere. No. no, no, he was everywhere. He even came out the ceiling at that's one point. That's a different man. animatronic. I'm talking about the one that's in the glass case. He moved around. You're sitting there it staring in the middle of the room. He moved around oh, a lot. You must have saw it when he was on the show anyway. It shoots. It was it shoots not its working great the last time I saw it then because it was oh. fucking horrible. Hey Trenton, here's some uh, here's some knowledge for you. When you get pinned into your seat, if if the you push up as soon as those things come down, you can raise them about an inch it's and a half. It's still terrible. You don't have I did that and uh, it actually, I missed out on most of the ride uh, or attraction because everybody else was freaking out like he was running across their shoulders. And I heard, I heard my restraints move, but they never touched me. So I kind of felt let down. I never really felt pressured by those seats, though. I mean, it's I never, like when you pull the lap bar. It wasn't the most comfortable It's like thing. when you pull the lap bar too far down on Everest or Space Mountain. I, yeah. ne- I really I'm, didn't have that yeah. issue. I've never had that Space problem. Mountain yeah. has a lap thing. Yeah, it's like a T. Yeah. It's like a T bar. Oh, it's like a T bar. Kept in by sure. And if you pull yeah. it down one click too far, your whole dick and balls just get all smashed up. Well, it, Trent, Trent, are we hearing about a fetish that you like pulling things down? No, I don't like it. No, it's reason. not on purpose. <laughs> it's one of the things I want it to be tight enough so Space Mountain makes me fucking nervous. I feel like I'm going to fall out of the motherfucker. <laughs> so I pull it down far enough, but then you do it one click too much, and it's just horrible <coughs> for the whole ride. It already feels like my it, I'm going to have a fucking concussion after the ride. I have never had that issue Either. on any is of the rides you're talking is? about. Yeah. I I will I say scrambled eggs in my fucking I mean, I, skull. 
The only time the only time I've ever had that issue is on Goofy's Barnstormer, but that's because I had to have Ethan in the seat yeah, next to me. Not by He's much. a lot smaller than I am. But other than that, so no. He's right. not that much smaller than you, let's be honest. He's shorter. He's shorter than me. It's almost yeah, like impossible two years. to think that, but yeah, he's a little shorter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That kid that kid's gonna be like six foot tall, yeah, I'm telling you. you. He's got a five six dad and a five foot no. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> Don't be generous. Five Don't foot, be too generous. Yeah, five foot. <laughs> he's gonna be a, a five giant among that household. He's gonna be five foot six. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Biggin. I'm five foot six. Exactly. <laughs> no, he's he. I have a feeling he's going to be like six foot tall for some strange reason. He's he's part Jewish. There's no way. Anyway, I didn't say it. Oh man, I I host one show and all of a sudden, this you always get are. off the track. Thank you, Trenton. How is this my fault? Because you like it to is. get your balls smashed when you put a restraint on. I don't on like you. it. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> but sometimes you get a little on. drunk, Look, you get you... a little too drunk, and you get on Everest. So Stephanie sits next to me, and I see her pull hers down. So I start pulling it down, and it, I know it's not the same fucking lap bar, but I want it to be tight enough. Oh, I thought we were talking about cops. I want it to be tight enough, and then eventually it gets to the point where it's smashing my fucking dick, and I, it, I, I always try to flag the person Trend. down. I'm like, hey. Trenton, so that's three rides Trenton. now. No, it's Trenton. Everest and Space Mountain. Let's, look, and I'm going to give you some advice. I'm going to give you some advice. Know your limits. And I'm not talking about your alcohol limits. Know your limits on your lap bar from now. I try. No, this I've is, gotten this, better. This is a learning I've better now. No, I'm talking about the first couple times. I think... I think Trenton might be the only person in the history of Disney World that has this problem. That's not true I'm at all. I'm sure he's not the um, only person, but I think he's I'm the he's the only person I know of who has had it happen repetitively. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, not repetitively. I didn't say it happened oh, repetitively. Oh, damn it, I pulled it too far down again. <laughs> yeah, because that, that's kind of the mode. I didn't right say it happened repetitively. It's happened on Space Mountain, and it's happened on another attraction, and then it's happened on Stitch. Wow. And Everest. And, and Everest. Thunder. Stitch? <laughs> Everest? In space, man. That Tritton pulls the he pulls the lap bar down, and when she you know yanks it down tight, and she comes by wanting to pull that yellow string up, and he looks at her and says, "Don't you touch my yellow." Dude, string. I don't want to fall right out of. I want it. So Space Mountain already makes me nervous enough that I'm gonna fucking smash this beautiful dome on a big piece of metal. It is a big beautiful dome. You're not. You've got enough. Very big. You see this big shiny motherfucker right here? You guys can't see it on the air, but look at it. It's beautiful. Uh, I don't want. To uh, I don't want to brain myself. Are you trying to stand up? Nope. You have to worry. About I don't. I I, I huddle down. Open. It's bad. I don't like Space Mountain. It's it, trust so me. Why go on it if you're that afraid? Stephanie of it. fucking loves it. So do I. I love Space Mountain. I, I like rock, I hate roller rock and roller coaster. coaster. See, I can skip rock, rock nope. and roller coaster. Rock and roller coaster is a here. must ride every trip. Nope. Space Mountain, nope. I don't care. I have better roller coasters out here. Hey, speaking of Space Mountain, it's located in um, <laughs> Tomorrowland, just like Stitch's Great Escape. So let's uh, let's 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 try to get away from Tritton and his coxophobia. <laughs> yeah. <he has. laughs> so I mean, I I don't hate. I hate Stitch's it. Great I hate Escape. this attraction. I hate this attraction. I don't hate it. I think I think this purpose of the ride. Can be served better, but I didn't hate it. I hated yeah. it because of what was there before. 
and that's it, simply. Period. Uh, well, hey, let's talk about what has been there before, because, you know, even though um, it's been stitched here recently, it's always been out of this world. Right. Crickets. <laughs> so, well, uh, Pop Pop. Give us a little uh, history lesson it's about back what in it was my day. Like well, this is day. before my day because I didn't go when it was Mission to Mars. I and I don't actually remember. I did. I could have because I went in 1987 and Mission to Mars was still open. But the unofficial name for that building is the Tomorrowland Theater in the Round, and it opened up in 1975 as Mission to Mars, which. Counterparted Disneyland's switching uh, flight to the moon to Mission to Mars. But in 1975, we've already been to the moon, so Disney World Disney just went to um, Mars right, right off the bat with Walt Disney World. And that closed in 1993 and reopened as Extraterrestrial Alien Encounter. And that opened... A soft opening in 1994, but briefly closed right after because it wasn't scary enough, according to Michael Eisner. Yep. No, no he deemed scary. it not intense enough, so then it reopened officially in June 20th, 1995, as part of the new Tomorrowland, the Tomorrowland reimagination. Yeah, which... Really? I thought it was. I thought it was too scary nope. for. Michael kids. Eisner said it wasn't scary enough. Now, what's interesting is this originally wanted to be an alien yeah. tie-in, like Aliens the movie. And for some reason, they got the rights to it in MGM Studios, but not here. See, I like. We, I want to take a second to talk about the original attraction that was actually there. Because does anybody else write it, wrote it besides No, me? no. no you're actually, the, I think you're the only one. Actually, one of my favorite old school, one of my favorite old school attractions um, back in the day. It actually was one of the reasons. That and um, the submarines were my two favorites. You couldn't get me off those two attractions as a kid. And with this one, you actually felt like you were going to space. Um, this is before the harnesses. You didn't actually have the harnesses. You were actually just sitting in regular chairs. The chairs moved a little bit, like you kind of felt the gravity a little bit. And there were two screens, one on the top and one on the bottom, that had projections. And it kind of made it feel like you were going up into space. I, it was it, it, Again, Disney did things differently back then, and it definitely sparked a kid's imagination like it did mine. So kind of missed that one. Now, was it uh, the – were they um... – because I were I rode this at Disneyland, way back in the day. Now was this the circle? They were like circle screens in the bottom of the yeah. uh, pit, and then one up at the top, right? Mm-hmm. That's okay. exactly what yeah. it was. And they were just basically seatbelts that it went over your seat. Mm-hmm. There were no like over-the-shoulder harnesses or anything like no. that. It ended up turning out being. So, it, I remember riding Alien Encounter as a young child. I say young, probably twelve. Um, so, like last week. It was Thursday. Yep, Thursday. Scott, <laughs> I have a full beard, and you look like you just got out of an eighth grade science class, so. I got a, I got a, I got a hot yep. shave today. Well, but I guess <laughs> you got, you got, you got your well pink fuzz rubbed off. So, anyway. 
Yeah, that stuff rubs off with like 400 grit. And every board. So that was never a, a an officially licensed alien, right? I mean, no, the alien no, looked just like the alien from Aliens. It was supposed right, to be. but it wasn't that licensed. Was whole, That's was what I'm saying. So they just used no. that model anyway? They changed a few things about it, yes. they Ultimately, Michael Eisner was hoping to tie in MGM Studios with um, with the Magic Kingdom. Um, the board, the Disney board actually went back and looked at it, uh, the concept, using the Alien franchise. And because the Alien franchise is R-rated, they didn't want it in the Magic Kingdom. Mm, that makes sense. Too. So we just use the yeah. exact same model for the, right, the they Alien. They changed it up a little bit. Changed it well, up a little it, bit. It's still the... It, we it all became, fucking be- knew what it was. No, I know, but it became... They, they they did tone it down a little bit. There was a little less uh, blood, guts, and gore once the attraction Let me split opened. my acid blood all over your face. Well, yeah. Or hot but, ass blood? Hot <laughs> ass blood, yes. But anyways, what I, what I, what I really loved about... Because my first visit to, to Disney World was when Alien Encounter was in, in place. Um, there were some awesome, awesome cameos. Because it was the time when Michael Eisner basically said, how many celebrities can I get at Disney World to do, to do attractions? So you had people like Tyra Banks, Phil Hartman, um, Kevin Pollack, Tim Curry. Mm, Tim Curry. I mean, these were... He's these were who is now Tim technically Curry. a Disney queen. <laughs> Technically, he we is. just talked about some Battlefront yes. the other day. I didn't know. Sorry. No, he's a queen. Disney princess. No, he's a drag no, he's queen. A queen. <laughs> no, he he's is a, a drag queen. queen because Disney has yeah, the rights it. to I Rocky get it. Horror. I get it. They do now, um, do or they will in eighteen months' time, whatever it is. Which will be awesome. But no, they had a lot of good cameos. Uh, I loved the. I love the concept of it, which was the, this was, you know, again, the, the, you know, Mikey talked about the, the new Tomorrowland being this like city of tomorrow where you're a citizen and you're walking around and this is an exhibition theater where some alien company is coming in to uh, showcase their craft, showcase their technology. Nope. I, thought I didn't it was- say any of that shit, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hadn't said a whole hell of a lot. No, you said you said it opened up with, or I'm sorry, Tim said it opened up with a new Tomorrowland. <laughs> Look, I'm looking at four bald guys. That's with racist. Beers. I can't That's racist. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Why are you Why are you looking at uh, Why are you looking at four bald guys? Is it because you won't One of shave these your head is not for like the other for a noble reason? No, it's because it's because he's facist. <laughs> I mean, we have we have beards and we don't have fascist. hair, and you have hair. And you grow hair on your face slower than I do on my knuckles. So, I can only grow <laughs> hair on one place on my head. Um, Inside I, of your ears, we know you're old, man. But we're talking about having a beard <laughs> and you shaving your head for a noble reason. And you are letting you're just letting everyone down. It's just just it's. I I I guess I'm just gonna have to let you down. I'm sorry, guys. I. I can't. You know what? I can't. And I look at that vein I, in his I neck. I applaud you guys Jesus, for doing it. Look at it. He's getting so angry. I applaud you guys for doing it. Hey, but 
You know what? Even even NSYNC <laughs> had Timberlake. All right, so we've got Scott. Hey, I'm okay so with that. So the problem is with that comparison is that Timberlake is still real famous, and the rest of the guys are all a bunch of fucking nobodies. So I'm okay with that we, comparison. <laughs> we, we haven't hit it big yet. Timberlake's married these, to Jessica these, Biel. I'm okay these, with these, that. These, yeah, Jessica Biel. These two guys yeah. in uh, in the Poconos won't sing. We've we've tried to do Disney karaoke. They won't sing. I'll <laughs> sing if I drink enough at karaoke. Nobody will ever want to hear it. Tim, what else can you tell us about uh, the ride formerly known well, as extra Great Escape? Terrestrial alien encounter opened up. It came with it a new, well, a relatively new technology for rides back then called binaural audio. Is, well, pretty much 3D audio. Where it sounds like the, the creatures coming from different directions, and when the alien would will move across the theater in the pitch black, you wouldn't see where he was, but you'd hear like something coming from your left ear, and then it transfers over to your right ear. So you actually felt like this thing was moving around you, and then if I remember correctly, it would drool on you, and then you'd feel it breathing on your neck. Yes. So it was lauded for its um, sophisticated technology for its time. I've been the titty bar. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that, Only that oh, wasn't that drooling, was that was squirting. I don't, I don't think that's drool, Mikey. <laughs> might be a fluid, but I'm not sure it's drool. <laughs> and it was, that was, you know what? All of the special effects, and look, we, we all talk about we all talk about the special effects on the 4D rides like Tough to be a Bug. Uh, tough to be a Bug. Tough to be a this Bug. A... Yeah, let's talk about two no, rides no, that gonna... could go away and no one would give a fuck. Yes. But no, like, the 90s had a bunch of 4D effect rides. That was... Disney basically put them in wherever they could. Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Um, Muppet Vision 3D. Also terrible. Yankees Philharmagic. Basically, everything that could be 4D was 4D. This was really cool. They were new and ingenuitive effects that were not just here's a spray, here's a skunk spray, here's a fart spray, uh, here's some water going on your face. It was actually really good effects. Yeah, but in order to achieve those effects, you actually had to be strapped into the chair, which was a problem. Yes. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I I think that strapping you in. Uh, well, especially with speaking the of effects, totally when it closed in 2003 and switched over to Stitch's Great Escape, Disney repurposed a lot of the effects and a lot of the set pieces. So it was criticized for pretty much it's them... It's the same ride. Yeah, phoning it in. Phoning it in? It's the same ride, but way fucking lamer. Yeah. Well, now, yeah. now the the guns, the uh, the cannons that kind of follow Stitch around, those, those are pretty are, cool. Those are pretty awesome. Yeah, they're, they're really Kuka fluid. Are. There's yeah. certain aspects they're of the really ride that are fluid. okay. Yeah, Kuka, because I watch Simone get. But overall, overall, the ride is very lackluster, and we can all agree with that, yes. right? Oh yeah, well, it's, it's not really a ride. It's a sit. it's an attraction. I'm sorry, I said ride. Yeah. It's a we show. all agree. The show. It's, it, it's it's a people chewer because all it's there to do is just chew up some well, people that are. Waiting he hasn't to chewed get up some people in a couple years. 
No one. That's the yeah. thing. Well, no one even gives a fuck during like peak. It's only yeah. open during the peak times when well, they need and when it's to choose peak, people. And when it's peak, there's still a fucking ten minute wait. Even though, I mean, and that it just went to peak. What two years ago? Last year. Yeah, two years ago. 2016 is when they decided to open it seasonally. Depending on attendance. And I guess that's why they just announced that in January it is going away for good. Thank God. Don't let the door hit you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the good Lord split you. The only, the only bad part is we may, you know, if they do re, if they do put a new attraction there, we may lose a stitch. I don't, I don't think we're going to lose a stitch. Good Ohana. Good Ohana. Who Ohana. gives a fuck? No, because he'll show up in like random places, like as Stitch would. Yeah. Ideally, if they wanted to make it cool, they would have Stitch show up where Stitch has no business. Yeah. Like a place where there's dogs. Well, he's like, I remember. Oh God! Here I think it was go. when we the went. Dog argument. Uh, no, no, I'm not. No, you wouldn't use him instead of Doug. I would. Kingdom. I would. You would. You would because you no. just. Yeah. You no, I see. I like where Mikey's going with this. Actually, yeah, I, but I but, it, but Disney's not going to do anything well, like that because, because it breaks their mold. Exactly, and when Tim and I first went, they actually had the um, Stitch the took over Magic Kingdom, and the monorail would yes. say "Welcome yeah, to." It, it would have Stitch all coming over the loudspeaker. You would have Jack Wagner, and you'd have Stitch going "Welcome to Stitch Kingdom," and Welcome to Stitch he even Kingdom. he even. He, he uh, even TP'd Cinderella Castle. I would I would be down for Stitch to show up at like other character reads, like even at Cinderella's table. Yeah, just causing just causing awesome. ruckus oh, and so much muckness. <laughs> amok, yep. amok, amok. You know what though? I would say you 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 have the uh, the opportunity for some really cool character interactions if that happened. Because I want to say. Anna would probably be the totally coolest person to do in in on a character with Stitch popping up at a meet and greet. So what about Crystal Palace if if Stitch came out and just started beating the shit out of Winnie the Pooh? Well, he, nope. wouldn't beat, he wouldn't beat anybody. Why would he fucking, do that? Because yeah, it would be except fucking fact hilarious. That he, except because he's an alien and he needs to go back Fuck to his that planet. Bear. Winnie the Pooh's terrible. Winnie the Pooh well, is great. I don't know you wait at all. He's wait just minute, fat and wants minute, honey. Minute. He's a stoner. How is Winnie the Pooh bad? How is it good? Winnie the Pooh is awesome. What? Oh. Everything about Winnie the Pooh good, is wholesome dude. and is is great. I mean, even Winnie the Pooh try, no. is is a as a child's it's a child show. If you were over the age of five and you like Winnie the Pooh, there's an issue. Okay, and people say if you're over the age of eight and you want to go to Disney World, there's an issue. Are you yeah. one of those people right now, Trent? No, 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 because you go to Disney world. world if you're over the age of eight and you get fucking... Well, eight is a weird number. Um, yeah. <laughs> as an adult, we get this question all the time. I mean, somebody gets this question all the time. Why do you guys have annual passes to Disney World? Because we go and we get fucking shit-faced and we ride rides and we fucking kill it. Okay, so you know, right now Disney hasn't said exactly what they're going to put in after they get rid of Stitch. Um, rumor has it we may get something that's kind of Wreck-It Ralph themed. I don't know, but we know Disney listens to Three Sheets to the Mouse, 
So if we're going to get an exclusive ride, we got to start now to let the Imagineers know what we want and they get a chance to get and replace it with what the people want. So we're going to take a chance. We're going to take a moment here. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk. Each of us is going to get a chance to uh, basically occupy Stitch and decide what's going to go in there. And, and the rules, I came up with them. You know, they're, they're simple. Uh, I, the attraction needs to be based on a Disney IP that's been put out within the last decade. Um, it, you got to contain the whole thing inside the existing building, but you can extend your floor plan to take the place of whatever else is already there, like cosmic rays, anti-gravities, uh, star traders, you know, anything like that. It's just got to stay in that building. We're not making the building any bigger. It's got to go in there. Now, I will say this. If you do uh, remove the... Uh, this was my caveat. If you get rid of... Um, Cosmic rays. There really still needs to be some type of eatery in that area, so you got to come up with something to replace it that needs to be tied back into your attraction. So uh, that's what we got. Without further ado, I want Scott to tell me what he's going to do because let's face it, Disney is basically giving Stitch the old yeller treatment. So let's put this dog down, Scott. What you got going in? He's not a dog. Stitch not a fucking dog. <laughs> he's if, so, if he's in my, you know what? He's if so he's confused. in my crosshairs, I'm pulling the trigger on that dog. All right. So I'm taking over pretty much the whole thing. All right. So anti gravities is going away. Stitch is going away. Mickey Star Traders. Merchant of Venus gonna go away too. It's gonna be Merchant of Venus too. Uh yeah. Yeah uh, yeah. All of it. All of it's going away, including what about the, the shittery? shittery? Including. The, the worst, worst bathrooms in Magic Kingdom. The worst restaurant. Well, that too. The worst bathrooms ever. Those things are disgusting. They smell awful. Because the people that <laughs> use those bathrooms are the same people eat at the worst restaurant in Magic Kingdom. Well, no. Tony's Town Square. Oh. It's tied with Tony's. Oh, no, it's got no, a it's... defibrillator. Yeah. That place is Sorry, Chris awful. and Lauren, so, but Tony's Town Square you know is, I enjoyed is the, like the dog shit on the bottom of an old boot. And Cosmic Rays is dog shit at the bottom well, of an old tissue. So. Based off of... No, 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 no. Cosmic Rays is like dog shit fed to you out of a tube. Like a liquid, <laughs> just liquid straight. Yeah. But you can only get that in Bay 1. You gotta go to Bay 2 for the dog shit on the bottom of a tent. Yeah. Dog, yeah. Do, bay 3 if you just want straight up dog shit. Okay, Scott. Uh, continue. You're, you're basically... You're going full genocide on the uh, entire building. I'm going full genocide. And, you know, the problem that I've always had with Tomorrowland is... This place doesn't have a great, con it doesn't have continuity to it. There's just so much inter like intermixed in this area that it doesn't really flow. But there's a, there's an attraction across the way that I really love. Milf. And that's Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Milf. Yes, Milf. I love Milf. <laughs> oh boy, I'm that guy. <laughs> I got a He's sticker to guy. prove it. And then Stephanie was featured with Bob uh, with with Buddy Boyle. Not Bob Boyle, he's a sheeter, but whatever. Buddy Boyle. <laughs> one of one of my favorite times in that attraction was uh, when Buddy Boyle was on on stage, and he asked the little boy, "What did you have for breakfast?" And that little boy said, "Hot Cheetos." And Buddy Boyle turns to him and said, "What did you wake up in a frat house?" <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> because that's what it was hot funyuns. Because though. that's what we're doing here. We're gonna transform I this area. Into a little section of Monsters University. Oh shit! So I love it. the main attraction, obviously, we got to start there, is MU Rush. So here is where you get to create your own monster. 
you're going to go into sort of those test track areas where you get to create your own monster. And then you get to choose the fraternity that you rush. So you can be a member of Uzma Kappa. You can be a member of Roar you're Omega Roar. You're fucking me up so hard right now, Scott. <laughs> okay. So you're going to go in and you're going to create your monster in this in this virtual world. So then... Like a test track kind of kind thing. Kind of like test track. You're going to create your own monster. Okay. And then you're going to choose the fraternity slash sorority that you want to... Um, that you want to, to rush. Whatever Nathan Fillion was in. Right. Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I said my throat, guys. I was just talking about the... I was talking about the, uh, the sweet tea vodka from where I'm from. It has nothing to do with the show. <coughs> oh, Firefly. It's a good thing we have like 40 minutes. We've got like two hours to cut already. Okay. Oh, no, that needs to say because uh, C-Madge is a huge Firefly fan. So uh, any Firefly... C- oh, I'm a huge Firefly fan. Firefly is awesome. Love Firefly. He, he is a brown coat awesome. through and through. Awesome. We got the brown... The brown nose. That's standing. Who Drop is it. that? Ugh. <laughs> Boston <laughs> says, did you just fart? <laughs> they, I, I've heard they smell awful. No, I should probably check my britches on that one, son. After you get done creating your monster, you're then going to go into the, the, the final scene from the scare games, and you're going to go and you're going to scare. You're going to do your own, your own scare games. So then what's going to happen is you obviously go in as yourself. You do your scare. When you come out, there's a video placing your monster over you, you know, augmented reality, and you get to take that home on your magic band. So you'll help your fraternity sorority win the scare games or try to win the scare games. So um, after after that, we're gonna have uh, obviously we have to we have to I have to do the whole thing. So uh, anti gravity's galactic goodies that's gonna be changed to. Are you ready for this? I scream. There's there's already an ice cream uh, booth in Tomorrowland that serves. Scream. No, it's I. No, 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 I get it. But there's already a place that serves soft serve in Tomorrowland. Right. Then he's just changing yeah. the name of Auntie did, Gravities. Didn't I fucking just get rid of it? Well, well. Oh, okay. I don't want you to get rid of the same thing oh. for oh. the same thing. I'm, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing exactly what Disney does. They take a they take something that's Fucking not broken because yeah. anti gravities isn't broken. Yeah, it is. And don't fix it. Ooh. It's not that bad. What was the last time you've ever had something at anti gravities? Oh, I don't really get a lot of ice cream at Disney World unless I go. When to was the last time you've had something at anti gravities? Now hang I on though. Prob- I would pr- I would be more likely and and this oh, no comment. What the fuck. I would more likely to get an ice cream if it had some type of tie-in to a Disney IP because you can do a whole lot with those colorful scoops of ice cream. You can have something that looks like Solo. You can have like a Mike Wazowski thing because really it's just a green scoop don't, of ice cream with don't a egg him on. marshmallow on it. Boston's already in on this. He's back here going, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Mickey's Star Traders is going to go away as well. It's, it's still going to be a shop, but... This is now the Monsters University bookstore. So you can get all your Monsters University gear, your Monsters okay. stuff. Oh, but my goodness, a, a Monsters a Monsters uh, University, like a Monsterpedia, the different 
species you, of monsters that are out you, there. I'm and sure. Stuff. I'm sure we'll have books. The Imagineers aren't there yet, but I'm there now. Get you, but someone called Joe Rody. You can get the T-shirt with the Greek letters that you rushed in your attraction. You can get those there. Um, and lastly, we need a restaurant. You said I need an eatery. Well, I didn't say you had to have one. I said if you got rid of it, you no. had to have one. Well, yeah, but I that's. But that's what I said. I got rid of everything. Okay, here's where and the booze comes, of- <laughs> guys. Here's where the booze comes. Uh... Mikey knows me. I, Mikey we've gets met. me. Mikey feels me. We're going to the Monsters University mess hall. It's it's going to be the student cafeteria. It will be quick service by day, table service by night. Because I want I want drinks in my restaurant. I I, I like to drink when I'm at Disney. What? What? I'm having drinks there. What? So heresy, you say? I know, right? So during the day, I my favorite meals at college were taco days, burgers, and pizza. So you're gonna have all three of those, dude. Though the baked potato bar with the chili oh, and yeah, the cheese no, and the sour cream. Oh yeah, no, shit! I totally forgot about that. <laughs> you gotta have baked potato day because we used to have baked potato. It bars. was second only to nacho day. Oh my God! Yes. Okay. Yeah, Scott. Did you See, go I'm to remembering school all the, at all? During the day, it's going to be like a student cafeteria. At night, it'll it'll transform into a, a little bit better food. Um, we'll have, Wait, so you get you know, trashy we'll have, food during you know, the day? The usual. You get a steak. Well, it's a student well, you cafeteria get, you get at college, night. It's you the, get college uh, food during the day, and then at night, it's it for faculty. The, the, yeah, the the teachers' lounge. So you, <laughs> it, Mikey's got me. You're, Mikey, you're welcome, you're Scott. You're inside my fucking head, man. Well, you know. Did, did you read my spot. fucking notes? Did you read my notes? No, it was a lot of Winnie the Pooh in that head, though. <sighs> it would be the student cafeteria by day, faculty dining hall by night. Um, I want, I, I like, I like Monsters Inc. in that section because I, I just think it's a great, it's a great franchise. It's great, um, it's great IP that needs to be fleshed out, and Monsters University could take. Such a uh, it could take I a agree. really good place in the Magic Kingdom. So no, absolutely. That's my idea. that was that was that okay. was great. Scott. I'm, I'm talking now, first. Adam is chomping at the bit. Oh. Adam is chomping at the bit. Hold on, hold on. He's wait. gonna crush it. Is this the epilogue? You got monsters. He's gonna crush right it right there. No, that's not my oh, issue. That's with not it. where I'm going. Oh no, that's not my oh, issue with it at all. Totally well, 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 if you're supposed I think to be Adam and monster, I have the same issue. If you're supposed to okay. be a monster, why are you creating a monster? I don't. No, you're creating get. the monster that you are. Okay, no, we got different. We got different. But then, what, so, so you're you, creating an avatar of a. Of you, you, yeah. So, Adam, what you're going to do is you go in and you create your monster like your test track car, okay? And then you go and do the scare. You go do the scare, okay? In like your human form, obviously, because you can't do that virtually. I mean, and then you get a video that's tied to your magic band at the end. And that your monster, your your avatar, replaces your physical person in a video doing the scare at the end of the uh, at the end of okay, the attraction. Okay, so in other words, you would have to pay for the video then. Oh, it's part of your no. your no, photo it's, pass. No, it's it's tied to your magic. Right? Band. No, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. If you don't have photo pass, then you're yeah. shit no. out of luck. Unless you get a sponsor like Siemens. <laughs> on, uh, Here's the, a Siemens. Well, I mean, the look, the, ju- the Epcot ball. Look, maybe, maybe, maybe they will. I mean, those guys, those guys will just, yeah, just swim into anything. 
You know what? That that brings up another point. That's for another podcast episode. But there's not a whole lot of sponsors that go into Magic Kingdom. There are not they a got whole about lot of Epcot, sponsors, but there is nothing in Magic Kingdom, and you'd imagine that some sponsor would be chomping at the bit to get not there anymore. Dole, Dole is yeah. There's very few left. Dole is still there. Um, but no, Adam, Adam, you, you're right. That does make a point. You, but you can view it and then buy it separately. I, I, you know, you can like you can buy your Tower of Terror video. Right, separately. but it, the Tower of Terror video is not necessarily an integral part of the. Attack. I've never bought one, but right. I don't like. Right, but this would be. No, but it's not the That's point. The point is for this whole balls. attraction. It's no, I based get, I get what he's on the whole Magic Band thing, and in order to experience the second half of it, you kind of have to pay additional. Well, Adam, I'll I'll just say it right here. Disney ain't a charity, man. Never was. Sometimes we make some money off our attractions. But I wouldn't necessarily go and pay an yes, extra you would. for an attraction. Yes, you would. Yes, no, you would. Not for this. No. When? You and Pop Pop would, would pay for this. Wait, shush. No, Don't we lie to me. no, I would not. No, I would okay, not. hang on. Let let me. To be honest, to be to be fair, Adam, I didn't plan on this to be a pay attraction. Um, I just assume my my goal was you scan your Magic Band and you it, it downloads to your MDE. And but you if it was it, ten extra dollars, phone, you guys would pay it for on, it on Instagram. But it's no, part would of not. your MDE. I would not. Pay no, for I would. This. But you know what though? You could do it to where they did the sum of all thrills, where you get a code. And you can go to the website and you type the code in and you can watch your video that way. I honestly, I did not have a pay aspect to this. I was literally, you would scan your magic band. It would appear on your MDE and then you could download it free. Like it was always going to be free for me. I don't have anything about paying for your well, video. Well, you have to pay for the I'm sure video. Disney would. Well, if, you, if you do not buy the ma- the package, no, you can't Adam, you don't get the video. Adam, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you. It would have been free. That was my point. Scott, can I fix this for you? Can I just fix it? I don't know how it needs... I don't know what's broken. Just, just can't... Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? It's, 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 it's this simple, okay? You offer, at the end of the ride, the video, which you can watch on your MDE, and you can watch anywhere else you want to view it. Now, if you want to share it, you can share it for free, but it's going to have... Disney, Magic Kingdom, yada yada, all over that video when you share it, a frame around it, whatever. If you want a good, solid, quality copy of it, then that's when you offer the the, the pay version of it, which won't have that frame around it and look all ridiculous. Secondly, during your scare, what I see in my mind is it's not just standing in front of a camera and going ooga booga. You're going to be in a you're you're gonna get it. You're, you're gonna be in basically a green screen kind of room that's three dimensional with a bed and everything, and you get. To, and then when you're well, that's what I kind of got. You from are delivering a full blown uh, motion capture performance, so it's not just ooga booga. It's capturing you going in and coming out and all that stuff, which which lends itself more to making a you know an attraction that doesn't last more than three seconds of you going making a face at a camera. That's what I see. No. No, no. Actually, I what I have are what I have are are actual theaters that you go into. That's so what I got the, from it. With the space that you can have, you're going to have actual theaters with full animatronics that you actually scare. Like it's going to be real life where you walk but into that bedroom and you go Realistically, scare them. what is the huh. turnaround but, wait, 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 for and, and the other thing is during during the Monster University, it wasn't just about scaring. They ran obstacle courses, 
They they uh, did. You guys, you guys, they did other I, things. I know you guys. I know I talk a lot. No, I, I mean, I this is lot, getting picked apart like a toothpick after a pork chop. No, I'm listening yeah. to you. But you said it was I'm all listening about to you, Scott. scary. I get it. It's the end of the scare games. It's the end of the scare games. I like his idea. I get it. He's, I like his no, idea. Trenton, you just like booze at the end of the ride. Eh, fair. No, I, I listen. I, I will say I <laughs> like Scott's idea. It's you're taking the place of the end of the scare games. The rest of the scare games already happened. This is just that last scene where you go in and you're tr- you're trying to get as many scare points for your team as possible. But then why make it the scare games? Why not just have it where you're just trying to do kind of laugh all over again? Because, because that's the yeah. whole point of the movie is. <laughs> no, but no, but the whole point of the movie when they're getting trained in the original movie. They have that scare room where they practice, and that's where Boo gets scared originally. So, okay, have you seen Monsters University? Yes. Okay. Do you remember the scare games? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember the final scene? No, because yeah, it, that movie did Spoiler alert. Sully fixed the games. Yeah. No. I know. Yeah. But Sully at the end the of the day, that movie didn't leave that much of a... The movie, the movie was good. That was a pretty so, good movie. John Goodman has never looked better. <laughs> <laughs> Billy this Crystal, eh, about the same. I mean, the funniest thing, I, I remember the first either, event yeah. of the scare games because that kind of looked like fun when they were shooting the blob things, but it just didn't leave enough of uh, attention to me that it was something I had to watch again. I haven't seen it twice. I liked the, fir- I liked the first yeah. round. Um, See, I only remember the first round. I don't remember the other. You guys no, 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 we didn't. We did no, not. I've, we I've we, we got it. it. Um, so I, I like Scott's idea. I just think it's it's realistically how many people can you move through this thing in an hour? So my my plan was all right. We're gonna have, I mean, these aren't gonna be giant rooms. They're probably gonna be maybe like a, a eight by eight room because they're not, they don't need to be that big. But if you have probably like six or seven of these in the theater or in the area where the theater is, because those theaters are huge, you could probably get like six or seven. It won't take it won't take much more than thirty five to forty seconds of you going in there to sneak in there, go in there, scare your person, and then go out and scan your magic band. Your your real uh, I guess the people eater is the creating your monster. So while you create your monster, they usher one at a time. They go through there as you finish creating your monster. The next person see. Goes. I would want I would want the second part more elaborate than the first. Well, it's, because it's still it, elaborate because it's going to be a real time It sounds like you're talking more, your pre-show is your main event then. Because if that's well, where the, a majority of, wait, 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 if that's where a majority of your attraction is, is taking, like, test track, your te- the actual ride to the attraction is your attraction. It's The pre-show is making the car. That's my idea. I like, I like your idea, Scott. I want to, I want to make the whole thing Monsters University and... Like I said, when you're done, you walk out, and I would actually make a an exit through Mickey Star Traders, or now the Monsters University Bookstore, so you can buy the T-shirt with the Greek letters that you just rushed. But how does that match? How how does that mix into Tomorrowland? You know, that's the whole thing. I don't think I, I honestly, I don't think there's a thing, theme enough to Tomorrowland to care what you put in there as long as it's some sort of like sci-fi ish 
See, I, you know what I think it is for so, me? I don't really care for this movie enough. And it was, in my opinion, one of my least favorite Pixar movies. What? It's not something I necessarily need to watch. Monsters, hey, Inc. Look. 1 is awesome. University was kind of, eh. It wasn't that great of a movie to me. If I have to rank my Pixar movies, it's definitely towards the bottom. Uh, I'm not saying it to be. It just is what it is for me. I'm. It. I enjoyed I it, like but it wasn't Milf. great. And I'm. I don't okay. even like Milf. Wait. I. I mean. I look. Maybe I got a different take out of the movie. I just think it's one of those things. Like you ever been told you can't do something? That's Monsters University. I do, like me, I do like me. I do like me some Mike like. Wazowski. So. I missed Scott. I want to apologize. I missed most of what you were talking about because I had to go to the bathroom, and my wife bought me these new boxer briefs that don't have a pee hole in them. So I'm like, you know, trying to find a way to get my business out. And then there's a, a hat in the urinal the kids supposed to poop in, and I'm trying to pee around that. It's all of a sudden going to the bathroom was like double dare. I thought Mark Summers was going to jump out from behind the shower curtain and start <laughs> hitting me with questions. <laughs> So what I'm hearing is you couldn't figure out how to work your new underwear. So actually, actually, Mikey, you know what? I just found the cold opening. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey just, couldn't figure out how to work his new underwear. It's, it, there's no pee hole. I got a problem with that, but they're comfortable and they breathe well. Um, Scott, I, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm totally with you on Monsters Inc. Needing a little more love. Um, to be quite honest, I see Laugh Floor probably going next after Stitch. Mm-hmm. I agree, which, which is a shame because I, as I think it caters more to the adults that go in there because of the interaction with the family, and if you if you watch that, very rarely do any of the characters actually pick on. I don't say pick; I mean they don't single out the kids. It's almost always the adults. So that attraction is is kind of geared more toward the adults that are there with families, and um, yeah, I, I do. I, I see. Honestly, I see the theater attractions. I think scaled back. Milf um, is amazing. No, oh no, I, I love it. I really do because it doesn't try to be something it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't uh, pin you in your seat and then you know bl- blow cootie juice Thank in your you. face. Okay, it keeps it real. I am, Mikey. I don't think it goes away for one reason. For one reason. It is a people eater. That's, that theater holds a lot of people in it. But if people aren't going to it, it doesn't matter. There's always a wait for Monsters, Inc. It does, but it's also, who cares? Who cares if it... Who cares if it, if it patronizes to adults? The kids love it, and they have to have some... But they have to have something because, that, that adults want to go to. mom and dad. No, I, Trenton, I'm not telling you why I want it gone. I'm saying that ultimately I think it ends up, you know what, since since you have a lot to say, let's hear what you have to say about what should replace oh, Stitch, well, Trenton. Yeah. You go ahead. Film, drop yeah. your knowledge bomb on me because, you know, I'm the one you got to impress. I'm your, yeah. I'm your Trump. So, so we're going to start with uh, Sunny Eclipse. That motherfucker's got to go. Good. Evicted. You're Go back done. to you, Nork. So my, my main idea when we started talking about this this topic, I I went the restaurant 
is like is it. my main <laughs> my main idea. So Sunny Eclipse, that motherfucker is evicted. He's done. So I don't know how many people are uh, familiar with Japanese Japanese restaurant culture or uh, sushi culture. So we're gonna start with the restaurant. It's gonna be a uh, a sushi in San Francisco hipster food restaurant. You sit at, you sit at your table, and a conveyor belt goes by you constantly. And the color of the plate determines the cost of what you are eating. Be it sushi, be it chicken wings, be it a hamburger, be it uh, spring rolls. Whatever you pick off the conveyor belt, you're going to eat. And when your waitress comes back, she's going to charge you for the color of your plate. Be it ten plates, be it one plate. So in San Francisco, as Mikey would say, my favorite. I love the way Mikey says San Francisco. You like the way I say San Francisco? I nope. say it the same way you do. Yeah, that was the yeah, nope. 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 trying to figure it out. <laughs> you what know, the is. when I wake up in the morning, I put on my pants one leg at a time, just like all the college. And by one leg at a time, he means Boston holds them and he jumps off the bed and he tries to land inside of them. There is a somersault involved. Don't sell my ass short. <laughs> I would. I would never sell that ass short, Mikey. Anyway, so you walk into this restaurant. You sit down wherever you want. Your waitress or waiter, so your server, comes up to you and says, Hey, pick what you want off the conveyor belt. And whatever you pick, you pay for. So that's the restaurant. Because Sunny Eclipse, I mean, you guys, what, what's, what's, your, what's your idea on Sunny Eclipse? What do you think? I'm in. Um, uh, he needs to go. Yeah, I'm in. I've only had fun in Sunny Clips one time, and that was our last trip when we did a sing along, a drunk sing along with Mouse Rants and sang all his songs. We're, we're, hang on, I want to know where you got the drunk part because I missed that at Sunny Eclipse. We drank before we got there. We drank before we got there. <laughs> also, okay. Well, you must have gone straight to. So him it's got. Then. So it's got to go. The last time I saw Sunny Eclipse, he was he was behind a curtain and plastic bagged. Um, my my kids enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Were you trying to kill Sunny Eclipse that you were behind a curtain with plastic bags and Sunny Eclipse? If I could, I would. Fair enough. Did you did you go full David Carradine? Sounds like he kind of went full <laughs> Dexter on it with the plastic bags and everything to me. So hey, no no one would miss him. <laughs> well, well, someone would. So so that's that's the restaurant. You 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 pick your sushi. You, you, you want a spicy tuna roll? You want a bacon cheeseburger? It's going to come around eventually. You take it off the conveyor belt, and you fucking eat it. So. I've got the so, luggage claim trying to get my it's, dinner. Yeah. It's going to come around eventually. So how long? Kind of. Kind of like how long is this food going to be traveling around this fucking conveyor belt before somebody eats it? That is that is a very traditional Japanese style of restaurant, and Scott can defend it. Okay, hey, look, Scott's nope. been to listen, England. Listen, Scott's gonna Scott's gonna I've Scott's gonna to say Japan. it right now. Never been to Japan. Scott's an Anglophile. He's not a Japanophile. 
my idea for the ride where Terran stitches fucking Great Escape completely out, and we're gonna we're we're gonna take a a, a downtown trip to San Francisco. Do you want to battle your robot against someone else's robot in your party? So m- m- much like Scott. Is this it's cockfighting? Much, it's much like cockfighting, but it's much like what Scott said. You're gonna, you're gonna, you enter the ride, and it's much like Test Track. You design your robot. You design the power. You design the speed. You design the the idea of how it has agility. All of that, and uh, you are going to, you're gonna go into a, you're gonna go into a one on one virtual reality idea with the person that you are fighting your robot against and you are going to battle your robot you're going to have on your uh, your gloves your virtual reality gloves and your virtual reality uh, your eyewear and you're going to fight the other robot in question to the death to, <laughs> to the death in, in, in the magic, magic kingdom, kingdom. In Magic Kingdom. <laughs> oh, and Michael Eisner was worried. <laughs> Michael Eisner was worried about aliens being R-rated. This ain't the Magic Kingdom. This is the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> Two bots enter. One bot leaves. So you're gonna you you gonna design your, your robot just like Test Track. You get to you get to pick all the aspects, and you get to fight your friends. So that's what it is. You eat sushi. Hamburgers, and you're gonna fight your friends. And that sushi could be traveling around the belt for two hours, but nope, it's still sushi. fresh. Nope, not there for two hours. Two hours, motherfucker. It could be if you just say somebody's traveling around that I mean, belt. I mean, eventually somebody's gonna pick it. in there the whole time. Is it, is Trenton, Is that is that the extent of your? Your uh, pitch to the board because the board's ready to. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Tear it apart, motherfuckers! Let's go. <laughs> okay, like like Tim said, there's a spicy tuna roll. Maybe not everyone likes spicy tuna rolls. And it could sit in there for an hour. Gone around a couple times. An hour and a half, two hours. Are they throwing that food out? Because now yeah. you're costing my company a lot of money. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Disney and is not using top shelf tuna. Let's be honest. Yeah, what uh, that that brings to my next point. I'm in Magic Kingdom. Okay, Columbia Harbor House has a hard enough time drawing people well, in. Yeah. No, but to be fair, he didn't just say raw fish. You're also going to have cold hamburgers lying around this travel line too. <laughs> Air belt fried fish. You're going to have raw fish. <laughs> cold hamburgers, yeah. Cold congealed hamburgers. <laughs> It's supply and demand. You make it as it goes. I don't hate the idea, but that just, it's just, uh, yeah. And let's not I even mention you want me to put my hands in a pair of VR gloves that somebody else it, had just put their sweaty hands in. If you've seen some of the, je- no, but I've seen some of, I actually know some of the restaurants that Trenton's talking about. I haven't ever actually ever been to one. Usually it's just sushi. It's not like hot anything. And 
That would be, I think, my biggest concern with it. If you've had cold tempura, it's disgusting. And I and I think Trenton's idea works fine if that's the way your food is delivered to it. you after you. Order I'm trying it. to mix San Francisco into it. I think I think you would have had a better chance at just retheming the restaurant to the Lucky Lotus. You're right. No, hey, you're right. No, I I would have I would have much preferred to not have any American food. Um. But no, no chicken that, wings but to melt your was, face off. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I that, I would I have preferred that would to just have. With people and there's many that. many many cafes in Tokyo that are just conveyor belt sushi cafes. But that was Aunt Cass's thing is she she would have made things like chicken wings with the sauce that makes Exactly. And that is why I went and that is why I went with the hybrid restaurant. Trenton, right. can can I come to your defense, please? Trenton? Yes, Mikey, someone needs to. Someone I, I, needs to. I'm here for this guy because first off, I want to say I love the idea of going in there and a la test track making your own bot to do battle with. That is freaking genius. So genius, I used it in episode 17 of Three Sheets to the Mouse. <laughs> I, I was honest See, I with you when you asked me, and I said, yes, we did somebody it. else used we it, but I couldn't remember who it was. I thought and everybody was else said, no, I it never we happened before. And I'm like, oh. no, I remember somebody else saying this. I forgot about that episode. I was not a host then, so... No, you 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 were a member of the group, and as a member of the group, we expect you to listen to the episodes when they come out. <laughs> Especially when Mikey has a really, really, really good one. That I was so, so we have for. great minds think alike. They 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 do they do. Um, except my ride was better because you don't really have a ride. But uh, <laughs> I I can totally dig on. Uh, I'm trying. Scott, help me out here. Tim, what do you think? Look, no, look. I I like the, I do like the bot fighting idea. Yeah. But you, but yeah. look. Look, if you're going to if you're going to if you're going to talk There's not one Morimoto Morimoto is the only overpriced sushi restaurant on They also have some really good sushi at at False. They have got sushi at the kiosk in good front of the sushi, Japan Pavilion. Top of the world. No, and, and no it's I a, said it's, no, it's, a, it's okay, a snack okay, credit. Good yeah. sushi. There's, there's good sushi. You just have to find. You have to look for it. Uh, also, good sushi. Tokyo Dining's got sushi, really good yeah. sushi. Yeah. Hey, chef, chef Mickey's didn't give me the shits. On, only person ever. They, they do. California rolls. Uh, I don't. I don't consider California, California rolls. Hey, dude, the lobster uh, mac and cheese was. Was was mac and cheese with but fake California lobster Grill meat. has amazing sushi. California Grill has really good fucking sushi. Trenton, no, I do like the idea. The only problem that I have is the same problem that some people had with mine is the put through on an attraction like that. How long is that bot fight? Three minutes. Last? And if it's one on one, and if but okay, so you have a three minute ride. With how many theaters can you do? If you're doing eight you, by you eight, do you two, can't get no, you do a two on two, and you do eight theaters at once. That's very low capacity. So that's okay. okay. How are you so fitting six, eight theaters in there? That's thirty-two people in three minutes. That's Scott's going to do math. This is where the lawyer needs a calculator. Thirty-two times twenty. Times twenty. 
Six hundred and forty people an hour. That's very 640 low. people an That's hour is very super fucking low. fucking low. Right, but it's okay, Magic but Kingdom. Hang on, Triton. Um, hang on, hang on. I'm in Triton's corner here. Uh, Stitch's Great Escape does what? Hundred and fifty people per fifteen that. minutes. A lot. Not more much. Than that. Not that. much. No, hang on, though. Hang theaters. on. No, it's more than that because it's two theaters. No, I. No, it's two. It's two. I think I look at the like, They look like they look like boobs from above. I thought I saw where they did like 150 people every 15 minutes, which isn't too far off from Triton's estimation. I'm trying, Triton. I I mean, you know, scammers think alike aside, and the fact... It's 162 people per show. How long is the show? Does anybody know? It's 162 per show. There are two shows... Every 17 minutes. Who said it was seven? Who said the show so, was 17 minutes long? So 340. Yeah, so you're looking at. So you're looking at 340 people every 15 minutes. All right, so roughly. 340 times four. Is this Trenton's first that's, attraction? That's that is actually with this? that is actually double Trenton's capacity. Yeah. Okay. Is is this Trenton's first like for real yeah. armchair imaginary no. episode with us? Okay, so. we pick everybody Swash picks Mountain? their stuff apart, man. No, Trenton, Trenton, this sh- it's a good Dyer. idea. Some small logistic things, but not a not a bad idea. Says the uh, says the guy whose idea got shit on first. It would be a slow <laughs> idea, yes. All ideas are getting shit on. It would be a thing that point. would draw people to Magic Kingdom. So the problem is, is it's it's going to with Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom. Ma- Magic Kingdom is going to need. Draws. It's got a draw, and it's in the middle of the park. It's the first thing you see when you go down Main Street. No. With Pandora and with Star Wars Land, Magic Kingdom is going to need help. Nope. Magic Kingdom Magic is going to need Kingdom help. For and, you're, children and you're not going to do it with 150 people. People are going to wait back. in line. People are going to wait in line. Yes. Yeah, the are. lines for that would be outrageous. Trent, let me, let me, let me tell you something. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop some knowledge again on you. Sorry, Dad. In not two good. years' time. When Star Wars when Star Wars Galaxy Edge opens, Magic Kingdom will still have more attendance per year than any other park. Always mm-hmm. does. It will it will always do it. It's it not an does. issue. It's Magic Kingdom's thing. draw is not an issue. Let me tell you something. Magic Kingdom gets more guests than both Universal Parks combined. Okay, Triton, I know we've we've all kind of spent some time, you know, throwing shade on your your little uh you know, San Francisco, okay, mostly me, um, but I'm with you. Hey, you know what? You stand on the shoulders of giants to achieve greatness, and I can appreciate that. We wouldn't okay? do it if we lo- if we didn't love them, though. I, I-, I want to know, you know, may- may- maybe someone has a, uh, a-, a very different idea of what's next, okay? So, um, Tim... What 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 have you got uh, to to occupy Stitch? Because that's yeah, that's bald the thing ass pop pop. Occupy Stitch. All right, so I'm going with a, a lesser known, lesser appreciated Atlantis. IP. Not quite as shitty. No, we got a decade. We got a one, one decade, decade and mine barely makes it. And it's Meet the Robinsons. I was hoping somebody would do this because. <laughs> 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 a- a- after I made mine, all I could think of is, oh, 
I w- I hope someone does because that's an excellent IP that nobody. Sure, remembers. here's here's the rub because I'm I'm phoning it in just like Disney did. I'm not changing the theater at all. No, I was hoping somebody would keep it as a theater too. You're gonna, you're gonna like keep the theater in the round, and Lewis and Wilbur are gonna host this thing, and they're gonna they're gonna bring Tiny from the future. <laughs> it's got to be dinosaurs. Yeah, it's got to be dinosaurs. <laughs> Magic Kingdom is is missing dinosaurs, yeah. if anything. And listen, you already have the the, the center tube where arms. they bring Stitch in, and they brought the alien in from extraterrestrial. So we're gonna bring Tiny in. And he's going to come in and he's going to be wearing the mini Doris. So he's still going to be controlled by the bowler hat guy. That's when things get okay. interesting because the bowler hat guy is going to show up. And your job in the audience, you're going to get a virtual reality kind of gun or whatever. And you're going to have to shoot the mini Doris off of Tiny to get him out of the control of the bullhead guy, and bring him back as the Robinson's pet. Is what he should be. Now, it's not going to matter how many people actually hit Tiny. He, is right. the Doris going to come off at a the certain Doris time is gonna, limit? Yeah. Just... Well, yeah, if you don't, the Doris is going to come off at a certain time limit. It's going to come off every time. You know, because Do I get Disney. points for how many times I actually hit it, though? If you hit you the can. volcano, you get 999,000. Yes. But you won't be a galactic... Hero, you'll, you'll be something, but you won't that's, be a galactic hero. That's fine. I, I just want to be something. I've been that guy, but I want to be something else. Yeah. <laughs> you and you can you can you can win a bronze bowler hat trophy, I guess, if you want. Fuck it, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm gonna watch every YouTube video on this shit. <laughs> and when Tiny appears, he's gonna say his famous line: "I'm gonna bring head and little arms." <laughs> <laughs> When, oh my god! That's the best line in the whole fucking movie. That line, I I don't know how long we laughed for, but it was well past mm. what would have been accepted. Oh, same here. Um, it was just oh my gosh! I want to say we saw it at like the drive-in theater, and we were just like literally rolling in the grass and the dirt, laughing. See, so we hard. only saw it once. We got it from the Disney Movie Club. We never saw it in the theater. For, and, and, yeah. and it's Tom Selleck. It's Tom Selleck. It's Tom Selleck. You got Adam West. Angela Bassett. I mean, it's a it's an all star. Harlan Williams. It's an all star cast. I mean, obviously you can't get Adam West. Adults. Yeah. It it really is. It really is an underrated. And it's the first film released after Pixar's John Lasseter became chief creative officer at Walt Disney Animation Studios. You know, this movie, uh, like like the whole premise of this movie is a direct quote from Uncle Walt himself about keep moving forward mm, yeah. was the theme from this of this movie from from when it opened to when it finished and uh, I think <coughs> the fact that you know Disney said yeah let's use that as an homage to Uncle Walt and then they did nothing with it after yeah. it after it left the box office yeah. it's just like, like come on guys I mean it didn't do well it's not like it was a bad movie it was a I, great I, 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 I love the movie it didn't do I, well I, no, but, because they didn't have any flashy no, marketing behind right. it. I agree. Nothing. There, there, there was no talking fish. Uh, you know, <laughs> there, there, there was no princesses and princes. It was. Oh, I'm sorry. We made a good story. No one liked mm-hmm. it. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, you're 100 percent right, Tim. My my only my only issue is that's a big animatronic in such a tiny space. Well, but wasn't the, the, the alien well, you pretty big too? 
Well, you have the you have the tube, but then you have the the area around the tube is pretty big, so you just knock that out and make that whole thing bigger. Yeah, big tube. Bigger, bigger tube. tube. You put a bigger tube in. Okay, but you got to bring this T Rex up from the floor in a big tube. Well, he could be hiding in the tube, and you just lower. The no, tube. no, you could because what you do is you turn off the lights and lower them yeah. down from the ceiling. Yeah, you could. There's do that. a bunch of different ways. Well, well because you, really you listen, you lower, from you the lower ceiling, from the floor. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter because you lower so the eclipse and his whole spaceship piano fucking thing out yeah. of the ceiling. But I, but I really well, like a big that. facade in front of. Them. I really like that for the first time, for the first time in 46 episodes, Tim has done what Disney would actually do. And not actually yeah. change, yeah. They'd phone and it not in. actually change the the building. This is exactly what what Disney would do. Is they would, and I have a I have a very realizing fear that they are going to just keep this a theater in the round. And that that's what bothered me about this because I was like, I know what I would want to do, but I was like, this is what Disney's probably going to do. So this is what I'm. Well, they are. They to. are now because they're like, you know, WDI is like, shit, yeah, fucking gold, yeah. man. We spent all our money on gondolas. Let's fucking just do that over here. <laughs> they're gonna hear Trenton's. They're gonna hear Tim's idea. They're gonna be like, yeah, let's do it, and we can make a sequel. Is Tom <laughs> Selleck still alive? He is barely. Hey. He's an American treasure. He is. Just Magna like, P.I. <laughs> just like Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Which, by the way... <laughs> Put him in the sackets. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers was modeled after Tom Selleck, Magna P.I., and Indiana Jones. Damn. Yes, it was. So, and, 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 and let me just say, I would totally watch a movie with Magnum P.I. and Indiana Jones in it. That I, I would I would pay however much Hollywood but, wanted for that movie. At this you point, could, it's probably going to be like a grumpier old guys movie. It's going to be like oh god, <laughs> I like grumpy old even man. better, oh. even old better. Man. Oh my gosh, or bucket list. Yeah, <laughs> grumpy old agents. Last Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> uh but no, Tim. Tim, good idea. Uh it's it's just got it, it's got a little bit logistics for the bringing bringing tiny down because that's a big animatronic for that small space no pun intended that's, Tim, really that's wrong and and i want i want to be the first person to say i want more dinosaurs in magic kingdom right. i get that but like you're talking like, i also want them in like, animal kingdom how, and i want them in epcot there's dinosaurs in animal kingdom where dinosaur dino land oh <laughs> The whole Dino Land? I mean... Oh, shit. <laughs> I meant to say I want them in Hollywood Studios. I've never been to Dino Land before. And I want them in what Epcot. About I think dinosaurs need well, to be everywhere. Uh, have them in Epcot. Disney should own the rights there's a, to... There's a dinosaur in, in that Hollywood Studios. Gertie. Yeah. Gertie. Huh? That's the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> Goddamn Loch Ness Monster. So, Adam, um, go ahead and tell us what your idea is for what you'd put in Stitch's opening. <laughs> Dog fucker. All right. Well, I'm also not doing too much damage to the theater. I'm keeping it kind of the same, but I'm putting Wally. I'm going to get those really comfy chairs that kind of recline and... I want to make it sort of a planetarium thing. 
But I want a 3D planetarium thing. So you're going to get the 3D glasses and everything else. You're going to get the nice comfy chairs that lay back. So you're looking up at the screen. You're going to turn it into a dome. And you're going to have that. Nothing wrong with that. I don't. Hell, every good theme park needs a good nap ride. And I'm also going to do the scene with Wally and Eva when they're dancing through the stars. And I think that would be really cool. It You can still keep the stadium. I also are going to do, by and large, for outside, for the restaurant. You're going to have your Slurpee machine in the Magic Kingdom. But I think it's just, you know what? I don't want to do too much damage to the space. There, It's not a huge space. There's not much you can do to it. And I think just putting a dome and a little bit of a planetarium feel in there would be just a good show. Give it a good show. I mean, you did it. You having a great 4D experience, which still can pulls in a decent crowd with Mickey's Magic and that ride. Has, that attraction has been there forever. So can I have a request? Yes. Can we have Sigourney Weaver actually be like the ship's steering wheel <laughs> and she narrates the whole fucking ride? Why not? Why not? That would be epic. Because she comes you have, down You have from like the a ceiling. steering wheel, you have a ship's steering wheel come yes. down and it's Sigourney Weaver, which also ties into kind of extraterrestrial. Of course. She comes down from the ceiling I'm and then she does the whole theater thing. She I'm And in. then she can point out constellations. It could be a little bit more edutainment a little bit not overkill though but i would love to see a 3d wally you walk out of the attraction there's a meet and greet with wally and eve which i think is missing wally's one of my favorite characters of all time always will be um the ice cream part is now a by and large slurpy area where why not why the fuck not thank you come again yes what but why not? When you think by and large, what do you think? Seven Eleven. So the first thing I saw when I saw the <laughs> I think by Amazon. And large no, logo. I think Amazon. I think Walmart. Amazon. But I thought Slurpees. Yeah. Uh but I, I think it would just be a cute little something that would bring more attention to that area. What's your uh, What's your time on the 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 show? You can keep Are it about the like... same length. Okay. Yeah, because I think any longer, and I think you'll lose interest. Well, that's and it. It just becomes. It doesn't have to be crazy, but you I mean it just, and then you could show them coming back to Earth and replanting. And I think I would love a planetarium show. Uh, I think Disney World in general needs something with a planetarium in it. I I, I got I got nothing bad to say about this. I love either. this. I love this idea because, I mean, anybody who knows me knows I love space exploration. I'm a I'm a Trekkie. I love Star Wars. I love sci-fi and planetarium and learning about stars and constellations and different, you know, different uh, celestial bodies like, uh, you know, like supernovas, red dwarfs. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I got nothing, man. And you've, and you've got to have the, the... You bring in the um, character with the Wally and you yeah. have them pretty much. You have Eva narrate it because she speaks and she speaks well. Well, no, see, I would say you'd have John Ratzenberger and Kathy and Jimmy reprise their roles as John and Mary. Because then you could throw, like, the whole romanticism thing in, and they met. But I I think it's too much with them. I really much prefer to have Wally and Eva at the end dance through like they do. Well, that's how you do at the end, but you can have, like, the beginning. 
No, I don't. I don't need the fat Americans sitting in a chair. I don't think that'll go over well. But and I think that's your whole people. point of your ride. You were going to sit us in comfortable chairs and give us. Lurbies. Tim's got. Tim's got an amazing point though, because John Ratzenberger the, is Pixar. Right, John Ratzenberger is Pixar, and who was also in the original extraterrestrial Sigourney uh, Weaver. attraction? No. Kathina Jimmy was in that. Oh, was she? I didn't know that. Yes, she was. Oh, was she's she? one of the Sanderson sisters. Yes, she is. And she's and also she's a, a, she's also a sister act nun. Yeah, but I also want I want the little screens on the side that'll tell you the constellations you're flying by. And I, maybe like, then, I like this. Yeah, a little edutainment. Yeah. I, well, Mikey, Mikey, I give you the host seat for one week, and you fuck up and let Adam go before you. Yeah, I steal <laughs> somewhat of his idea. <laughs> I just like the idea. I, I, I always love Wally. I want a meet and greet with Wally in the worst way. That would be, it's my next tattoo, and it's already been I, planned. I, I, so. don't, I don't think there's anything bad to say about this. I, I can't say anything bad about it because, you know, now I'm stealing his idea. I just like to Trenton stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> From June. <laughs> well, we didn't talk about it beforehand, so I knew somebody was going to steal it. I just didn't know which one of you fuckers are going yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, re- realistically, if you're, if you're putting an IP in a Tomorrowland, yes. Wally just seems like the go-to IP. Really? And I'm going to say, because You, you don't off, think that, that Big Hero 6 is the go-to? Well, no, I because... I put it in Epcot already, Trent. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah I that's get the it. thing. I so get it. Scott, for that matter. A lot of people put it, and that's why I avoided it. Well, Cause no, I, well we... Because... No, look, I I do think that Big Hero Six would fit in Tomorrowland, but when at, uh, Mikey's right, Wally is perfect for Tomorrowland because over the last ten years, what other, really, what other franchise takes place in the future? Because because in Big Hero Six they still have cars and trolleys, in Wally they got spaceships and hover chairs. Mikey, obviously. Based on your based on your reaction, I think that you are going in a similar direction. But take us on a hopefully different journey. Yeah, um, it's a little bit different. I got fifteen pages of notes here. All right, I'm going to sleep now. Wait, you got, <laughs> wait a minute and a half. <laughs> I got to go to work tomorrow. Um, my, my feature is uh, I even gave it a name. I call it the Axiom Accident. Featuring Wally, or with Wally, um, I'm going to expand the footprint of Stitch by taping up by taking up most of that building. I'm definitely taking out Anti Gravity, Star Traders, and the the Defibrillator area there. But I want to leave the restaurant, and I'll touch on that later. So uh, my basic ride concept <laughs> takes place uh, far enough after the events of Wally the, in, in the movie. To the point that humanity has recolonized Earth for a couple generations. Alright? And you are entering a by and, large re- by and large research center as members of one of the first three generations of uh, terrestrials. And they're doing an ongoing study to see how the reacclimation of Earth and its atmosphere has affected you. So you get in line... And, 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 you know, you're, you're, you meet the cast members and they explain to you, thank you for coming for the research and yada, yada, yada. Um, you end up getting in into a vehicle. It's a trackless vehicle. 
okay, which is going to be a lot like what they got going into the great, formerly the great movie ride, but now Mickey Mouse is written in Steve and Venture. <laughs> um, That's funny. But this vehicle is is built so the so the actual um, wheels that propel it are kind of set toward the inside, and it's raised up, but it has a skirt, so it gives it the illusion that it's actually hovering. You can't actually see what's lifting it up off the ground from your perspective. So when you get into it, it's got some some shocks and they kind of give a little bit to give you the illusion that it's actually hovering. Um, you get into it, and as it starts taking you away, uh, the onboard headset is going to be telling you about the upcoming uh, research that you're going to be going through and this and that. And if if you if if you're willing to uh, participate in this extra research, you're welcome to put on this VR, or you're welcome to put on this headset, which is a VR headset. You can put it on to participate in a secondary research, um, for you know it, it does like some ocular calibration and so on and so forth. So basically, you've got this you've got two rides in one. If you wear the VR headset, you get a slightly different ride. Whereas if you're not wearing it, like for kids and such, you get more of a, a standard kind of dark ride experience that takes place in the, in the, in the Wally kind of universe. Um, so you, as this thing goes, the premise is that you're in this research lab, you're in a vehicle, but uh, the vehicle actually breaks down while you're en route to the research center. And it kind of simulates an actual breakdown. So you hear these, you know, please stay in the vehicle. The vehicle, you know, like like when an actual attraction breaks down, you hear that. So you're kind of like, oh, shit, things broke down. It's brand new. What the hell, Disney? Um, but then this little bitty droid comes out of the corner. A little maintenance droid comes out and gets right in front of it. And since everything's trackless, um, it, it, it's no big deal. Uh, he comes right out. He grabs the front of it. He takes a look at things all the way around it. Basically, he deems that the vehicle is uh, dysfunctional, and um, it gets sent off to maintenance. Well, the funny thing is, maintenance happens to be on the Axiom, which is in a low Earth orbit overhead. So you go with this little, uh, you know, the vehicle goes forward, takes a turn, and goes through these little doors, and you end up getting taken up to the Axiom, uh, which you weren't expecting because now you're in outer space. So now, um, because this thing is dysfunctional, it's trying to drive around on the Axiom, and you know you got these light-up pathways that they used in Wally that tell you where your vehicle's going. Well, it's not following any of those, and it's being pursued by these security bots behind it. Mo! And it's kind of a Keystone Cops kind of thing. Like <laughs> it's going to be filled by Mo. You gotta follow, going, Mo's going to follow you. Yeah, yeah. You, you, well, Mo comes in at the end. Oh, sorry. So, okay. whoa there, Pop-Pop. <laughs> sorry. But you've got... I'm excited for this. I'm jumping the... the gun. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for this. You're going through corridors, and you're actually you're going through like behind the scenes corridors where you're going through like where like all the wires and the pipes and stuff are because you're taking you know he this this this, this uh, I don't want to call it a chariot, but you know your vehicle is trying to avoid all these bots that are trying to pin it in because it's like you know it's like Johnny Five. I'm alive, you know, and um. And of course, if you're wearing the VR headset, you got a full 360 degree where you can look around behind you and in front of you, and everything is rendered in crisp detail. And it's it, it's it's slightly different because it's at one point what I want in this in this ride is, um, if you're in the VR headset, you end up leaving the security of the vehicle. You end up accidentally getting pushed out an airlock. 
okay? And and it, it, it can work in where if you're not wearing the headset, something else happens that you would see in regular, you know, 3D space. But with the headset on, this vehicle kind of does like a 360-degree spin, and you get pushed out the airlock. So if you have a headset on, then you get to see the axiom from the outside as you're going around. And this is similar to when Wally and Eve are flying around with the fire extinguisher, Okay. I wanted something a lot like that. You got little thrusters at the front of this vehicle that keep propelling you along, and it's kind of pushing you backwards. So at, at this point in the actual ride, if you're not wearing the headset, you see things as though you're going backwards. Um, so you see these the bots coming at you, and you're backing up and stuff like that. But, you know, if you're wearing the VR headset, then then you actually get an interaction with Eve as she helps you get back into the hangar of the Axiom to get you back down, and she looks at you and points her little arm out and says, Go! Because yeah, she's a woman of few words. Yeah. And uh, and this kind of coincides with you know, the actual bot. The, 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 the regular 3D world aspect of it is, you know, you're... You come back in, and you and the the machine decides to, to to move you forwards, and you go forwards. You take a, a right or a left, you know, whatever. And, and then there's all these security bots in front of you, and they're like, you know, they're they're closing in on you, and your vehicle's backing up because you don't want anything to do with it, and they just keep backing you up, backing you up, and you end up going into this little corridor, and these doors close in front of you because basically, if you entered a corridor for another gravity lift that takes you back down. To the by and large research facility. So the security bots have done their job, and that they've they've basically corralled you into a safe location. You get sent back down to by and large, where um, your little if you're wearing VR goggles um, because it's a headset that has like you know speakers built into it. It's explaining to you that there's something wrong. The calibration has lost. Please remove the headset something's error please remove and it, it tells you that long enough where you're like oh shit okay i can take it off because it's not giving you anything anything else except an error message you know what if i was clever it'd even give you the windows blue screen <laughs> <laughs> you, t- you take your head microsoft may have a problem with that they might but you take your head unless, unless they were a sponsor and, and they had a sense of humor and can make fun of themselves it's microsoft <laughs> yeah. they don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> no they don't. It, it, it'd be if they were a sponsor it'd be for surface <laughs> but you take your headset off and you hang it up and you see the rest of the people in your cart with you, which I'm expecting they will probably hold four to six people, probably six, three rows too wide. Um, you're traveling, on the, again, on a trackless, you know, uh, track, less track, and um, you end up going and there's, you know, your cast member that welcomes you back from your um, trip to the research facility and she thanks you for participating in the re- because she's clueless that you've been gone on the Axiom because that was a total fluke. Uh, but as you're exiting, um, you see these big screens set up that are warning people of potential illegal adventurers or, on a, or unauthorized space travelers. And that's where you see the picture of your whole car. And that's why it gives you the message to take off your headset is so you'll, your headset's going to be off when the camera flash goes off to take a picture of your cart with, you know, unauthorized access and stuff like all over it. So you realize that, you know, the security is after you, but you've already managed to get off of it. And of course you exit through a by and large uh, gift shop because, you know, there's been like virtually zero by and large merchandise released. There's been Wally, but nothing from by and large. Um, and uh, I think to, 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 to finalize all of this, while I want to keep, um, 
the uh, the quick serve aspect of cosmic rays. I do want to retheme it to a more by and large kind of thing. Uh, and what I want to do is actually, and this is this is, this is stepping out a little bit. I want to keep the concept of a musical number where um, Sunny Eclipse is, but I want to use more of like a like a droid, and it's going to be a woman, and her name is Anne. Droid. Anne, droid. Uh... Wah wah wah. <laughs> Or you can call her Annie or Anna. I don't care what you call Anna. her. She can be Do you Anna want to build a snowman? Have, like, some chrome. I, I'll build a froman. D- um, she'll come out at about every 15 or 20 minutes set is what she'll basically do. And the reason I say 15 to 20 minutes is because it's actually performed live. Similar to uh, Turtle Talk with Crush. You've got someone actually performing and interacting with the audience, but controlling this droid, whether they're moving left or moving right or looking left or looking right, to interact with the audience and, you know, answer questions, make jokes, do a few uh, songs, and then, you know, she'll go back away. You know what? She could even take requests for Disney songs. Um, And then she goes away. And uh, you know what? Um, Shit. I'll eat there. I don't care what the food is like. I'm good. And, you know, I'll buy the merch. Because because Wally. I'll, and I, I, I forgot about this part. Um, I, for the Wally aspect of it, when you're on the, uh, the space elevator coming back down, and you take your glasses off, one of the little bitty uh, cubes <coughs> that's there is Wally. And... You know, he's kind of an animatronic that opens up and, and, and moves around and stuff and looks around on your way down. And then you leave the elevator. He, he stays behind on the elevator because, I mean, he's a fixed animatronic. But when oh, when Mo comes, uh, and you mentioned Mo, and I, I, I skipped up. I, I suck at doing stuff like this because I have these notes in front of me, and then I panic, and I don't see well, and I skip whole paragraphs. Mo comes out when you come back down because you're from space. And he's trying to clean up behind you uh, because you're you're space germs. But Mo is there, and Wally is there, and I'm I'm horrible. And you know, much like Adam, I want a a Wally meet and greet. I want a life size Wally. I want to see Mo. When you're writing this without the VR headset on, the animatronics for these robots are there. Um, a lot of them are off in the distance. Okay, guys, pick it apart. Pick it apart. Give give me give, give me the, the shit. The only give thing the that I'm concerned about is your last part because I don't think the technology is there enough to do it. For the for the f- for the singing part with the eatery. Yeah. You had me. You had Android. me until you got to Android. No, it's totally there. It's totally there. To me, it, no, they're still trying it's to get there? it right with what they have. Like they have no okay. When, when when I say Android, I'm not talking about the bartender. No, neither am I. I'm talking that about Chris like Pratt if you, movie. If you've seen the um, the living character initiative stuff, it's still struggling a bit. I know. I want this to look honest to God. Like I don't want any fake flesh on it this. It doesn't. I want this to just be shiny and silver, and it moves left to right. Is all I'm looking for. But you're also looking for it to have full visual to interact with the audience, and 
It just has to turn the head 15 degrees right, 15 degrees left. The audience will buy into it. I think the issue is the real-time aspect of this woman's vocals combined with the movement of this Yeah, there's a lot here. It's not as You can do it with yeah. an Xbox controller. It's, well, it's, it doesn't talking, work that easy. First of all, first of all, if someone is hired to perform as a vocalist, now you've got a union here involved and they're going to want to have FaceTime. No. I they don't, don't know. have that they on don't have that. They don't even have that on the uh, Muppets Living Initiative. Yeah, or, or Laugh Floor but, or but Turtle Talk. But those things don't run... Turtle Talk doesn't run consistently because it's a it's a computer screen at the end of the day. It's easy to control. It's easy to manipulate. Um, once right, they start but someone get, is still on the back end of that with an Xbox controller, and they're moving that turtle left and right. right but it's and not an actual... They're looking left and looking right. It's not an actual robot. They're having more problems with getting the timing right with the mouth movements, with the... There's no mouth. How Again, is it singing? I don't want this to look like a person. I don't want this to look like not, a person. It needs to I'm look like a robot. A bot. But the bot's mouth still has to move. I'm just saying not like it lips. It doesn't have to move. It just needs to, to, to do something. It can use like 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 basically your waveform aspect of a simple it's Adobe After Effects let's plug in let's get to the other, across the mouth. Let's get to the other elephant in the room. Mikey, your track. Yeah. The length of that track is huge. I'm using the whole building except for the restaurant. It's not that building's not that big. It's not that big. It's not that big. Like you're talking you're talking uh you're talking a ten no, probably more close to a twenty thousand square foot building, show building that needs to be housed. Are you are you tapping into Cosmic Ray's real estate, or are you just taking from... No, because he can't, because if he does, he taps into the kitchen. Yeah, you can't, right. because you can't so have you're both just, in you're just situation. adding from the original Stitch Ride, and you're taking away Merchants of Venus and Star Mickey's, right? And uh, Auntie Annie's. Auntie, Auntie yeah, Gravity's, but Auntie Gravity's whatever. Not that Still not enough room, though, I don't think. Yeah, I think, I think you're going to run into a real estate issue there. Maybe it's like a TARDIS. Or Raglan Road. Or like Raglan Road. Thank you, Trenton. Yeah, no, I, I think you're gonna you're gonna have a you're gonna have a serious um, space issue with your with your track. <laughs> well, okay, what if I make it two story? Uh, can build up. Yeah, is that a bigger yeah, problem? Probably with sight lines. Be- yeah, yeah, because then you're gonna have you're gonna have. Tomorrowland view because from because other, other I've got the I've park. got these 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 big space elevators that I need to actually construct on oh, top geez. of it. <laughs> oh yeah yeah you're definitely you're definitely having let's, space issue. <laughs> let's put the vote to the three sheeters when we uh, drop this episode and see yes. what they think. Oh you know I'm gonna no win. I love the idea I just don't think it logistically fits. I'm gonna win because you know what I'm, my idea is ultimately Disney because they're not gonna change shit they're just gonna. Uh, Hodgepodge it together and leave the seats well, and leave same everything. with well, mine. Throw well, a dinosaur Tim, in there. Tim, your Tim and Adam, your ideas will win eventually when Disney redoes this. Right? We'll post we'll post the poll on the on the on the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash three sheets, and we want to. Will we, we? Will we get it up this week? We'll we'll get it up this week. I mean, it's it's a long episode, but I got a lot to cut. <laughs> um, we will we will we will. 
have a clear winner. I'm I'm not sure who it will be. It's a it's a there's a pretty tight race here. It's a tough heat. This one was good. This one was very. This one was actually very well thought out for the fact that we were contemplating what the sh- what the fuck to do with this ride <laughs> thirty minutes before the show. And here's hoping Disney listens because I would take any of these uh, suggestions. So would I. Um, to be honest, over Wreck It Ralph, because the only way Wreck It Ralph works is if it's some type of a go kart track, it's, it's an indoor go kart track, and it's all going to be. Um, and unfortunately. Universal Studios is getting that with their Nintendo lab. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens yeah. with that, too. Who's coming first? Uh, but anyways, thank you for joining us this week on Three Sheets of Mouse. If you enjoy the show, go over to iTunes. Let us know what we're doing. Leave a review. Uh, give us some. Give us five stars. It's one of the best ways to help other Disney fans like yourselves find the show. If you like the show, lay five stars on us. If you, if you don't... Mikey may come sharten your cornflakes. Truth be told, the best way to help other Disney fans like yourselves find the show is to just share it. Share it with your friends. Put it on your Facebook. Put it on your Twitter. Let others know that you're listening to Three Sheets of the Mouse and invite them to the group because it's a really fun group. There's over 600 of us that that have a great time. It's really five days a week because Monday and Tuesday are rough, man. But you know what? Someone's yeah. someone's drinking on a Monday. Someone's down at Disney World. Someone's drinking on a Monday. So head over there. Join the group. Join the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. You can find a link to the magicalmeltdown.com, which is overgone and overwhelming rehaul. It's a retool. It's it's a it's a transformation. A transmogrification. Oh, Calvin and Hobbes. You mentioned it. I follow through. I did. Um, there you can get everything from the classic t-shirts, like uh, the classic log firm ride, to the new Gracie Manor. But also you can get glassware. Go there and grab your own glassware to drink to drink and toast with us while you listen to the show. Right, Mikey? That's right. Also, words. Also, if you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, we're at Three Sheets Podcast. Go over there, check us out. Uh, fun pictures, fun, uh, fun tweets. Um, again, best place to hang out with us is where we all interact, and that's Facebook.com/groups/three-sheets. Come be part of the Three Sheets Nation. Share your in-park pictures. Share how you keep it dizzy at home, and just come hang out with us. So, as we end this. Adam, I just want to give a shout out to everybody who participated in the RAH giveaways. Um, overwhelming success, I would actually think. Totally didn't expect. Amazing. It. Yeah, totally shocked what you guys did. Did what you guys gave away. Didn't think it was going to take off as much as it did. So I'm really happy with that, and we'll probably do it again next year. So thank you guys for participating. It really meant a lot to me that this really went off and I really appreciate all you guys did and gave away for us. So thank you guys. And that's really it. Keep it Disney. Good night. Peace. I'm out. Tim. So speaking of year to year, we're almost at a year with this show. What? Another couple of weeks. We'll be at a year. Six of them. Six, six of them. Six of what weeks? Right? Give or take. I think that's where we're going with this. Yeah. When we first started this show, I was drinking McCallan 12, double cask, which I, which I switched <laughs> back to. And if you listen to those first 
12, 10, 12 episodes. Or don't. Or don't. Because <laughs> I was a hot mess. <laughs> I'm probably going to be a hot mess for the next 12 or so weeks as I switch back to McKellen 12 Double Cask. Yeah. And I drank this. Um, this is almost episode one. <laughs> episode Level one right levels. I almost drank this whole Pop, bottle tonight. Pop is jolly, Pop guys. Pop is really Pop, jolly. Pop is jolly tonight. And you know what? It, it, this is all for you guys because you guys are the best Disney group ever. You guys make us what we are. Which is drunk. Yes. And we thank you for Exactly. It. Trent. Last words. <laughs> I am tired. I am white girl wasted. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, uh... We love you, Trenton. <laughs> uh, let, let me give a couple words of advice. Champagne. It's perfume going in. Sewage coming out. <laughs> I just want to be in bed. I'm going to be honest. Well, well, listen, no. Not unless it's good champagne, but he's drinking Corbel. He's drinking Corbel. <laughs> he's drinking Corbel. <laughs> <laughs> he has gotten up and left like two or three times. Tr- it, tr- I'll be and honest. he's turning whiter Christmas. as we're watching yes. him at this point. His, his head is glowing in the dark right now. <laughs> You know what's not glowing? Scott's Christmas tree has turned itself <laughs> off. Yeah, holy shit, it's late. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Mikey, that has blue and white light, so it is a Christmaca bush. <laughs> uh, but anyways, anyways. Good night. Love you, fuckers. This time, every time, and all the goddamn time. We got two people to go. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Just love us. Holy shit. That, yeah, that's the closing right there. Finish finish me off here. Take me to bed or lose me forever. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to lead with something awesome. I want to say, Tracy Meyer, or potentially Mayor, thank you for taking time out of your Disney life to join Three Sheets of the Mouse. Oh! This is Mikey, and I approved your membership application to join Three Sheets of the Mouse Three Sheets the Mouse, not Three Sheeps, because that's a different podcast that I host, and I appreciate that. So, as I said, and you're welcome, if you listen to episode 46, you can hear this train wreck happen live. Click post, and now you're in the group. Thank you, Tracy. Okay, but on a serious note, folks have been listening since, like, episode one. We're sorry. Probably know what's going on. We we, we deeply apologize. Um, We do not reimburse you for your time and effort. Sorry. We are why you drink. Well, we do cause that. (laughs) But, um, you know what's going on on with me and with my son Boston. This is, you know, if you've been listening, this is our second time dealing with uh, his Hodgkin's lymphoma. We just completed a bone marrow transplant. He had some hellacious uh, chemo go in two weeks ago, and his hair started falling out Wednesday last week. I mentioned it, and without question, we had hosts, we had listeners in our, and members in our Facebook group shave their heads in honor of this kid. And, and I'll be honest with you, I'll be perfectly honest with you, he hates the idea of it because he doesn't want anybody going out of their way to look as ridiculous as he looked without hair. As a parent, I appreciate it. 
because when it comes to dealing with something like this, childhood cancer, none of these kids fight alone and they need support. And even if, you know, you're supporting him and he doesn't like it, we know you're supporting the family, you're supporting me. So, you know, to that, to all of our uh, Facebook members, to Chris Trostel, 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 to to Chrissy T and and, and Davey T out there, you you hacker, thacker, and everybody else, I don't know who all else went went through that. Jacob, Jacob Moore, Jacob Moore, and Black Crew, Jacob Moore. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's for, just for me. At it this wasn't point, a question. I'm eleven point seven ounces in, and then two slow and lows. And and I know Adam's a big supporter too. Scott, you're you're in you're in my corner, but you have reasons, and I'm, I'm with you. I I love you. Um, I love you, Mikey. I do. Yeah. And 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 I want to say honestly, Trenton was probably one of the first. To go under the razor, he was on the this. first, I think. He he shed and, and he I mean shed he Facebook lived it. He shed. I'm I'm a hundred percent. Like if I'm not here crying right now, I will be when I close my eye before I go to bed. Thank you. I love you all, Three Sheets Nation, for everything you're doing to stand behind me and my boy on this. Uh, anyone who says this podcast is not family oriented can go the fuck to hell. Absolutely. Period. It can be a cold, cold, snow-covered hell. Because we're all about each other. We're all about family. If anyone has a problem in anywhere in Three Sheets Nation, you message us, you have an ear to talk to, your shoulder to lean on. There's no judging here. Ever. Please reach out. I, I, it, it sounds weird when I say please reach out to us, but it's it's the God's honest truth. I know these four other guys besides myself, and nobody here wants anyone to feel like they have to deal with anything alone. So if you think you can talk to one of us more than the other, give us a message. I've got I've got guys t- talking to me when they've had problems with their with their kids and stuff. I, I just we're a family. Disney's great. Drinking's really great. But we're a family. We want everybody to be happy. So that, that, that that's what I got. Reach out to... But more importantly, thank you for how you've reached out to me and shown support for me with what I'm going on. I'm just a fat ginger dude. I don't deserve well, shit. Well, I mean, th- this is all true. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly the latter. Is I'm fat, ginger, and don't deserve it. Mikey's right. We are not inaccessible. Don't like far from it. We, I, I know these four guys. There's not a time hour of the day that if you don't need us for some reason, we're, we're, we're going to be there for you. And this is what we do. We started this podcast to just talk about Disney. It is turned into a Disney family. It is turned into more than just being a part of Disney and being a part of each other's lives. Um, we have a lot of fun in the group, but at the, at the end of the day, it's like a big, giant, dysfunctional family that we all leave, love each other at the end of the day. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. So, 